0: Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at KingsgateHobbs.com. And today we, we get back into this. Honor the lost art. Someone say the lost art. We talked about honoring God last week. I know you know this, but if you can't honor God, you can't honor people. We're going to talk about honoring people today, treating people well, but... Listen, I've heard people say all kinds of stuff that sounds good. Someone say sounds good. Oh, you got to earn my respect. Well, that sounds good. We probably all said that or thought it. You mean trust? You got to earn trust. But you got to treat everybody with respect, even if they're irritating. Don't raise your hand. But how many of you got about you know several irritating people in your life? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise. It's funny, people sometimes hear part of what I'm saying, they go ahead and just raise their hand anyway. They're just not thinking. Man, man my wife is right here, my husband's right here, man. has got some irritating people in my life. You're going to have people that are, you've got several levels of irritating sometimes. You've got the impossible, you've got the stubborn, you've got the rude, you've got the hurtful, you've got those that you just, man, they just get on my nerves. You can still love them. You can still love them. So we're going to talk about honoring people today. And, you know, Jesus said something that's powerful. I had a teacher in school. I think it was my sixth grade teacher. But, you know, back then, teachers would quote the word. They they had a fear of God in them back in the day, 30, 40 years ago. And I had a teacher used to say, hey, do unto others. What is that? It's a shortened form of what Jesus said. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Right? What does that mean? Treat others like you want to be treated. You want to, you want to be treated poorly, then treat others poorly. But most humans want to be treated right. Luke 6.38 says, give and it shall be given unto you. So you want to sow something? You say, man, isn't that just for offering time and first fruits and tithe? Sure, you can give money, and, but you give love and respect and honor and favor and you get it. Did you know that? I give honor and I expect to receive honor. And Jesus said, once again, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The golden rule, right? Let's start off with point one this morning. Basic, basic stuff, but we need to be reminded as believers. Basic stuff. Number one, how do we honor people? Treat others well. Be kind to them. Let's go to Galatians 5.22. Be kind to folks. Say, man, I'm just going to be nice to them if they deserve it. Well, man, maybe none of us deserve it. Look at this. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Someone say fruit. Very good. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. There is no law against these things. Got to be good to people. Say, what if I'm in a rotten mood? Man, I've seen some people and most of the time they're in a rotten mood. And I know they've been through some stuff. Life's been challenging, man. We go through some stuff. If you've been through something, raise your hand. Come on. You have been. You've been through some stuff. You say, man, I had a battle with this, or dad wasn't there, or mom wasn't there, or man, I got hurt, or I was abused. Most of us have been through some kind of abuse some way, somehow. But at some point, you have to decide and use that word there, self-control, those couple of words, and say, man, I'm going to be nice to people. I'm going to be kind to them. You know what? I challenge myself when I go out in public and I'm just going through it to be kind to people. And they will never even know I'm going through it. Just, just love them. When I'm asking for something at the store or I'm at a restaurant, I don't treat people bad. I, I don't want to be treated that way. So, man, come on, let's read through these. the fruit of the Spirit again. Let's start again. Galatians 5.22. Look at this. The Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. You want to walk in honor? This is a great place to start. Look, love. If you're walking in love. You can honor people. Joy. When you have joy, you're in a great mood. You say, well, I don't feel like this. I don't feel like it. You can, be in, you can walk in joy. You can be in a good mood even if you're struggling. You can treat people with goodness. Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Wow. Keep going. What's the next part of that verse there? Did it freeze? No, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. I know you want to be treated right. I know you want to be treated with respect. I don't know why, but we as humans, we love it when people remember our name. Unless you're in trouble, right? <laughs> the cop pulls you over. <laughs> Aren't you Matt? Did I pull you over? Have I? Let me tell you a story. Jen and I had just gotten married. And, man, we were headed out on the highway, like the old song says. Our first Thanksgiving together, we'd gotten married September 28, 2006. So November, we were headed to go spend time with the family in Pensacola. You know, you know when you, you go through um, La Misa and you head towards Snyder, those back roads, and Gail is back there in some of these little towns. Well, I was listening to music. I don't know what Jen was doing. She was sitting next to me in her little Cavi. She had a little Chevrolet Cavalier when we got married. We're driving down the road. I promise I wasn't trying to speed, but I must have been speeding. I believe it. There was no cruise control on the car, no excuses, just the facts. Well, a cop pulled me over out in the middle of nowhere, said, you know, you were doing this fast. I said, oh, man, really? Yep. All right. So he went ahead and pulled me over, gave me a ticket. Wow, happy Thanksgiving. Well, here we go. (laughs) Kept going, drove through the little town. On the other side of the town, you won't believe it. I got close to someone to pass them. A cop, another cop had already pulled someone over. He saw me get close to someone to pass them, which I thought was interesting. I, I, I guess you can pass them way back. You can. But anyway, I got pulled over again. God was working on my humility. Because <laughs> we just got married, I was always getting on Jen about following too closely and driving too fast. Do whatever you want with that got pulled over, the second cop, praise God, goes, man, you were following too closely. I said, oh, yes, sir. I was trying to pass him. I'm sorry. He said, all right, that's all right. Just be careful. Watch out. Watch your speed. Watch everything. Okay, so went on. Went to Thanksgiving at Maumau's house. Pensacola, November 2006. Came back. Drove back on the same road. Are you wondering if this is going somewhere? We get on this side of, I guess it's Gale. I don't remember the name of that town. Headed toward La Misa. I get pulled over. I look in the rearview mirror, and I went, oh, my gosh, I recognize the guy. I went, oh, my gosh, Lord Jesus. And my wife is my witness, as God is. I always treat cops with respect, whether I deserve to be pulled over or not. Usually when I've been pulled over, it's because I deserved it. So he walks up. He goes, hey, sir, you know, you were going a little fast. And he looks at me and goes, didn't I just pull you over before Thanksgiving? <laughs> now, you can't lie to him, right? Yes. He goes, like he was just irritated with me. He goes, You know what? Please slow down. You already got a ticket before Thanksgiving. You guys take it easy and be safe. Walked off. I said, Oh, praise God. But I noticed in those situations, I treated him with honor and respect, not just because he, I'm supposed to, he's a peace officer. I don't remember if he was a state cop or what. But he treated me with honor and respect. And that's what I wanted. Now, does, did I deserve to be pulled over those two times speeding? Sure. Maybe the third time following too closely, whatever. But man, I always make a habit of treating people kindly. Why? Well, because God says so, and I want to be treated right. But you know the danger of being mean to someone? They may remember you later. You ever been mean to someone, and later on it's like a movie. They happen to be your new boss. (laughs) You were mean to them, and then they became a cop. You were rude to the cop, and then he became a judge. <laughs> Be kind to people. Be, treat others well. Let's go to Galatians 6.10. I like this verse, too. Galatians 6.10. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone. Someone say everyone. Especially to those in the family of faith. Do good to everyone. But go out of your way to be kind to people who are in the body of Christ, too, okay? Treat people kindly. Treat them well, like Jesus said. Was Jesus good to people? Oh, man, they mattered to him. Pastor Jen did a message in Egypt called To the One. And I believe we're going to get into this next month. In the month of May, we're still deciding what to title the series. But you notice Jesus was always in a crowd. Jen says it's this way in the Middle East that the people were pressing against them. You know, Scripture says the press of the crowd. Jesus is walking through and a woman touched him, and she got healed. There's the press of the crowd because they're reaching out for God in you. Jen says, man, she'd be praying for someone in Egypt, and someone else is pulling on her, saying, pray for me. The press of the crowd. Well, in the press of the crowd, Jesus always took time to minister to the one. People mattered to him. He treated people well. Scripture said, at this time, Jesus came to serve and not to be served. Wow. He'd pull people out and pray for them. He's headed to Jairus' house, one of the leaders of the synagogue. And he stops. And he acknowledges the fact that virtue left his body healing power and healed the woman with the issue of blood. And he stopped and actually listened to her. Isn't that incredible? He looked at her. People matter. Someone say people matter. You know how I know that? Because you matter, and I matter to God. You are worth the blood of Jesus. You matter, and so does everybody else. Someone say, treat others well. Very good, very good. Let's go to James 119 now. James 119. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Let's do a survey because I like them, right? Survey says, what is that? Is that Family Feud? I like surveys. I'm going to raise my hand first, okay? So be encouraged. How many of you were not born a naturally good listener? Raise your hand. My hand's up there. I am not naturally a good listener. Some of you are like, no, I'm a pretty good listener. Praise God. He put both feet up. His hands and his boots went up. God is his witness. And so am I. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Wow. Quick to listen. Slow down and listen to people like Jesus did. Remember the blind man, Bartimaeus? He said... Son of David, have mercy on me. They said, shut up, man, he's busy. Have mercy on me. He kept shouting, and Jesus listened to him. Jesus listened to him. Jesus is headed to go to Jerusalem to be crucified, and he's still stopping and listening to people. Many times we have the next appointment, and we do not listen to people. We need to slow down and listen. That's walking in love and honor. Let's go to Proverbs 18, verse 13, in the New International Version. Look at this one. You ever done this? Don't raise your hand. I've done it. To answer before listening, that is folly and shame. See, I got an answer for your problem. You're like, I'm not finished telling you the problem. <laughs> you ever done that? Maybe you're just caffeinated. I think when I get caffeinated sometimes, oh, shh, Jen will tell me, baby, I'm not done yet. I'm like, oh, okay, I thought that was my, my cue to start, tar- start interrogating you, <laughs> start asking you questions. I thought that was my cue. I guess it's not. To answer before listening, that is folly and shame. You can get in trouble with that. Why? Because you're making a judgment call, and you don't know. You got to hear people out. I've told you this before, but I, w- I was in seventh grade at Heiser Junior High. Back in the day, they called it junior high. It was seventh, eighth, and ninth grade over here on the south side, Stanlin Road. And I had a teacher there, and I, I think the name of the class was life skills or something. Does anyone remember that class in Hobbs? Was it life skills? I think so. And we're talking about communicating, and he said, I'll never forget this. I can still see him. He said, everyone wears a sign, whether you can see it or not, and says, I want to feel important. I want to be treated like I'm important. You say, do we just make them feel that way, and they're not real? No, everyone is important, but you need to make them feel important. So stop. You say, man, I'm not a good talker. Then smile. Show people honor, respect, respect treat them well, but you can also listen. You say, man, I'm not a big talker. Then use that superpower of yours. Some of you said, man, I'm a good listener. Well, man, then listen and touch somebody's heart. I've had seasons as a pastor where I've met with people and I didn't say much, and it's like through them talking to someone they trusted, they were talking to me, they came all the way around to the beginning, and they said, thank you for your help, pastor. I was like, I didn't say much, but they talked it out. And they felt important because I listened. Let's go to Proverbs 19.20 now in the English Standard Version. I love this version, English Standard. Listen, someone say listen. Listen to advice and accept instruction. That you may gain wisdom in the future. Listen to advice and accept instruction. Why is that so important? Well, number one, if you listen to someone, you're showing them honor and respect. But it's also for your benefit if they have something good to say. Now, if someone's cussing at you and being hateful, you don't have to stop and listen to them. You can can draw a boundary. But there are those things that we've missed because we weren't, what, listening. I don't know how many times my mom and dad told me growing up, say, I told you that. I'm like, you did? Here I am in my, pushing into my late 40s now, and it happens sometimes. My wife goes, baby, I told you. I'm like, are you sure you didn't tell someone who looked like me? Are you sure it was me? You're not. And she's like, baby. And then she'll give me the whole context. Remember, we were doing this, we were doing that. And then, oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Our, man, why do husbands do that sometimes? I know the rest of you husbands are more flawless than me, more Christ-like than me. But <laughs> husbands don't always listen. I don't know why I say, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nodding your head, shaking your head, not really listening, you know. It's time to listen. Honor is a lost art. A large part of honoring people is taking the time. Someone say take the time. Take the time to listen. It's right here in Scripture. Let's go back to James 1.19. I want to review that again. I really like that. James 1.19. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. You can solve so many problems just by listening. You slow down. Man, the largest part of communication is not necessarily speaking. I believe it's listening. Someone told me years ago, that's why God gave you two ears and one mouth. You can listen twice as much as you talk. <laughs> wow, okay. Trying to balance it out here. You can listen as much as you, t- or more than you talk, right? So someone say, treat others well. Someone say, listen. Okay, you have your homework, but we got more go to philippians 2 3 philippians 2 3 don't be selfish did you know it's easy to dishonor people when you're walking in selfishness because it's all about you i've had seasons like that where i was self-centered and man you really don't give people the respect and honor and love they deserve if you're just being selfish you're concerned about yourself don't try to impress others be humble Thinking of others as better than yourselves. Wow, that's a sobering statement. Let's keep going. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. I got a challenge for you. Ask people how they're doing and really care about it. You ever had people ask you a question, you go to answer, and then they start talking again? They didn't really want to care what you had to say. Dad Brown and I have talked about that. He said, man, he said... He was at work back in the day. He was working at a, a nuclear power plant in Georgia before he came to the website to work. And he said he got to the place where he stopped even f- giving people a full answer because they'd ask him a question. Hey, how was your evening? Or how are you doing today? And he'd start to tell them something, and then they'd just start talking. So he said, I just gave up on trying to get a complete answer. Just answer them and move on because they, they're not really interested. And people do that now. They really do. Say, hey, how are you doing? It always throws me off when, when somebody actually goes, hey, Pastor Matt, or hey Matt, or someone at the store, well, how are you today? Well, you really want to know? I'm doing all right. Thank you for asking. Do you guys remember that movie? Uh, what was it? Came out in mm, fall of 2006 Invincible. You guys remember that movie? Mark Wahlberg, it was a true story of Vince Papali. And he went to coach, he went to see his coach one day. And Vince was a walk-on in the NFL, I guess one of the only ones, if not the only. He he was a walk-on the season of 76. So he was a walk-on NFL player, and he was good. He was talented. Well, he went to see the coach, and he asked the coach, I guess the coach said, hey, how are you doing? He said, I'm all right. How are you doing, coach? And the coach hesitated. I'll never forget that scene. He hesitated and looked at him like, what? I'm I'm doing all right. Because it was the coach's first year as well, a famous coach. But it threw the coach off that someone would actually ask him, how are you doing? Don't look out only for your own interest, but take an interest in others too. And this is my third point today. Let's look at this point. Care. Show empathy. Funerals are tough. I am naturally an emotional person. I'm in touch with my emotions. But I prize funerals as a pastor because I can show people how much Jesus cares. Hopefully they can see how much Jesus cares through the care and empathy that I show them. That's one thing I love about funerals is I get to be there to show people love when they're going through a tough time. I like weddings. I love Sunday morning. I love Wednesday nights. But I'm going to tell you right now, funerals are a time you get to love somebody when they're vulnerable. I get to care. So here's a real common sense thing to do so you can show people honor, the lost art. You can show them some honor. How do I honor somebody? Care. Care about others and their lives. Their lives should matter to you, right? Show empathy. Show compassion. That shows that you care. You may not always understand people. You You should do your best to try to understand. I believe it's easier to walk in love and to care for people when you understand what they're going through and what they've come through come from, what situations they've been in. But sometimes you just may not understand, but you've been commanded to love, and part of loving is caring. That's how you show people honor. Say, man, I don't get it. I don't completely understand. But I'm going to be here, and I'm going to love you, and I'm going to forgive, and I'm going to care about what you're going through because it matters. Someone say it matters. Yeah. Let's go to Colossians 3.12. Colossians 3.12. Since God chose you to be the holy people He loves, isn't that good news? You must clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Oh, my goodness. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive what? Others. There's a lot of good stuff in there, huh? Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. If you're walking in love, you're going to care about people. Did Jesus care? Yeah, one time, look at this. One time, there was a funeral in a town called Nain, N-A-I-N. And in the funeral, it was a widow, so she didn't have a husband, and she was standing there, and the procession was the body of her son, her only son, so now... She's a widow with no child, and Jesus stopped the funeral and raised that boy from the dead, all because he cared. People may, they may never come back to you in this lifetime and tell you. They may even forget, but there are those who don't forget when you cared about them. I didn't know this. I'm not going to say what it was, because I had forgotten anyway. But somebody came to me, and they were helping me with some yard work and different stuff. And the guy had been doing it for months, and then his wife came around last fall. And she calls me Mateo, my name in Spanish. She says, Mateo, I never forgot what you did for us. And it was 20-something years ago, and I went, I did that? And she said, yeah, we never forgot. It helped us so much. It was such a blessing. Amazing that she remembered that. But you know, more importantly, is that everything you do, God remembers. Remember when Peter went to see Cornelius? The angel had already come to Cornelius and said, the Lord knows about all your giving. The Lord knows about your giving, and he's going to come visit you now. So God knows. This is for somebody out here this morning. God has seen you laboring for him. God has seen you serving. We've seen you serving. But most importantly, God has seen you serving, and he will not forget. He's seen the tears you've cried. He's heard the prayers that you've prayed. And the answer is on its way. And he will honor you in this life and the next. Just because you cared and you reached out and you blessed people. Not everybody has to know about it. I don't like to announce all the things I do. I don't. Because I want, I want to get a reward in heaven. There will be things that I, I know, as a matter of fact, in this room there are thousands of good deeds that have been done. And no one will ever know until we get to heaven. There's things that just nobody knew. You filled up someone's tank of gas. You were kind to them. You gave them a hug. You loved them. You were available. You gave them a gospel tract. Said, read that, man. Jesus loves you. You prayed for him. God will never forget. Someone say, God will never forget. Mm -hmm. He's keeping record. He's keeping record. How do we honor people? Let me review these, and then we're going to pray. Number one, treat others well treat them well. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Number two, listen. Every chance you get, listen. Listen to people. Makes them feel important. Well, they are important, so listen to people. And number three, care. Someone say care. Yeah, show empathy, compassion. You stamp out selfishness in your life. You can do it. You can. Say, "How how do I stamp out selfishness? Start giving, start serving. If you don't serve or give, chances are you'll stay selfish. You need to find an outlet to give and serve. Go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes. We praise God. He's teaching us the lost art of honor. If there is anyone in this house that says, Pastor Matt, I've never accepted Jesus. I do not have a knowledge of the Lord. I, I know about him, but I've never been in a relationship with him. If I died tonight... I know I wouldn't make heaven. I'd go to hell probably because I know I have not accepted Jesus. If there's anyone in this house who has never made Jesus their Lord, you want to make sure of your eternal salvation and you want to get right with God while you live on this planet, would you raise your hand? I'm going to pray with you. If you want to accept Jesus this morning and make him the Lord of your life, I will not embarrass you in any way. In fact, I will honor you for your choice. And more importantly, God and the angels in heaven will celebrate and honor you for your choice. Does anyone need to turn their life over to Jesus this morning and make a public confession of Jesus as their Lord? If that's you today, raise your hand. Go ahead. Give you just a moment. All right. If everyone in here has made that confession, you're right with the Lord, you've accepted Jesus, you are saved, you've confessed Jesus as your Lord, then pray with me right now so that we have it on the recording. For whoever listens to this message, Say, Father, we honor you, and we thank you. Say, I need you, Lord. Without you, I'm just a sinner. Please forgive me. I come to you humbly because I can't save myself. Cleanse me and save me, Lord. Forgive me of my sin. Say, I believe Jesus died and rose again for my sin, and say, I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Save me, Lord. Come into my life. Change me now. Thank you, Lord. I believe in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead and stand to your feet. You can look at me if you'd like. No need to close your heads. Right, close your heads. <laughs> Open your heads and your minds to the truth. No need to to close your eyes. (laughs) Keep your heads open. If God spoke to you this morning about honoring people, loving them, reaching out to them, being there for someone, raise your hand, please, because that's our next challenge. You can do this. You say, no, i got to have everything right. i got to get everything right. No, you don't. Start reaching out now, today. Someone say "Today." today. Now is the time. Today is the day of salvation. Don't wait. You may be a lifeline for someone. You don't know if a neighbor's trying to commit suicide, been thinking about it. You don't realize that through your kindness, you've saved someone several days in a row just by talking to them. I had a neighbor like that. He told me, Man, I just don't know if it's worth it. I was passing a vehicle on the highway today, and he said, It's like I had an out of body experience, and I was thinking, He's not going to make it. I, I just knew it was going to be a head on collision. But he said, I really didn't care. We would show him love and show him love and show him love and I still don't know that he's saved. He used to come to church here on and off but I know God spoke to him just because we cared. There's somebody in your life that needs to hear the message. They need to have what you have. So go ahead and raise your hands again. Let's pray together for opportunities because it's going to happen. You're going to have all kinds of opportunities, tons of them. Father, I thank you for opportunities. Send people across our path. Send us across people's paths, Lord, to reach out and love them and show them honor and treat them well and to listen to them and to care for them, Lord God. Give us divine appointments, Lord. We don't know what everybody's going through, but we know we can be there for someone, even if it's a few minutes of just loving them, a moment of showing them kindness and love, that they would see the Father's heart in us, that they would get to know Jesus because of us and they would see Jesus in us. Now, Father, I thank you we're called to be the light. We're called to be the salt of the earth. Now, I thank you for opportunities for everyone in this house to reach out with your goodness, your word, and with the fruit of the Spirit. We thank you, Lord, and we honor you today. We worship you. In Jesus' name, somebody said?